Yes, you lovely people. If you're not already, make sure you give us a follow over on Spotify. Today, we're going to talk about loans. In my contract for when I signed for Watford, I had a clause of you have to play him. If I was fit, I have to play the game. Well, even if you're playing badly? Even if I'm playing badly. Clauses like that in contracts, yeah. I think are completely insane. I would be late for training all the time, yeah? AD Buffer would eventually go in, right, well, I'm just going to have to tell the manager. Yeah. I'm going to tell Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. He told Sir Alex Ferguson, he said, Ben Sloppy, he's late for training, he's unprofessional. And Alex Ferguson absolutely kicked the shiter out yeah. of me, yeah? It was, but I needed it, it was good. Why were you late? The club are in... Dire financial straits. Listen, Ben, you're you're one of our top earners. We are not going to be able to afford to pay your wages next year. Player of the year, players player of the year. I was like, a few weeks ago, I was linked with Arsenal. England goalkeeper, sorts, yeah. yeah. And they wanted to pay me five grand a week less. That riles players, that does, by the way. I can that imagine. really oh, riles players, that does. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everybody, happy 2023. The Fozcast is back and we are joined by our friend, our Bezzy. Tubesy boy, how are you, mate? You're a legend. You okay? Tomasson, I'm great, thank you, mate. Happy 2023. Tomasi, how are you, mate? Brilliant, mate. Yeah, New Year, looking forward to it. Enjoyed pal. Christmas, you guys? Yeah, it was class. Nice um, chilled, ch- chilled week with mum. Talk to me the Talk family. to me about Golf Life, mate. What's Ooh, been happening in the Golf Life channel? Big news, isn't big, it? Big, big announcement. We've uh, we've got Jimmy Bullard on board. Yeah? So full-time? Full-time. What a guy. So there's now three of us. Um, he's just obviously a great character and a scratch golfer. So it just opens up so much more. I, I, watched, um, I watched a video with him a couple of days ago, the one that came out, and he is a serious golfer, isn't he's he? A joke. He is beautiful. Mate, he's I'm telling you what to do, and he's hitting his ball, and it's just it just looks so easy. It's infuriating. It sickens me. It, it sounds so good, but he's, yeah, he's going to bring so much. So it's going to be big year for golf life. Tubes and Ange Golf Life next year. Going to absolutely smash it. Right, come on, Fozcast. Tomasi, what are we talking about today? Loans. Okay. So Tubes has just made a big sign-in of his own. With um, the oh, I like the Was this a permanent or was it a, a, a loan <laughs> transfer? Permanent. Maz is a permanent. Yeah. yeah, permanent. But today we're going to talk about loans. So well, ev- the transfers windows is open, so yeah. this is this is topical. Yeah, everything loans as a young player, as an old player, why, how, and everything else. Okay, so cool. if we kind of dive into it and say, um, tell us a little bit about your loans. Yeah. Okay. So we, what we want to talk about is young players going out on loan. So. What was your first loan, Ben? Okay, my um, my very first loan when I was at Stoke City. So I think I was nineteen when I first went out on loan, um, and I remember being at Stoke, and I was I was kind of like say I was third, fourth, fifth choice goalkeeper. I was nowhere near the first team. Basically, I wasn't even like training with the first team, um, and they I think they could see basically that I was I was ready to play football, but not at Stoke City level, not at that level yet. So um, I signed for Stoke City from a non-league football team where I was playing week in, week out, Racing Club Warwick. And they basically said to me, listen, we want you to just go out on loan and play football. Get used to playing first team football in front of a bit of a crowd because when you play for the reserves or the youth team or whatever it is, you'll get a bit of a crowd there, but they're not going to be digging you out. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't, in, the, in the youth team and stuff, you're not going to get like fans calling you a this, that and whatever. Because they're not that fussed about the result. Because they're not yeah. that fussed about the result. They just want to see these young players develop. That's what they want to see. Um, and not even that, like it, it doesn't even mean that much either. You know, youth team game, reserve team game, there isn't that kind of um, importance attached to it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Whereas yeah, if you yeah. go out alone and you're playing for a League Two team or even like a non-league team, they need to win games, yeah? yeah? yeah. The, higher they, the higher in the league they finish the more money they get it's as simple as that so um 
I remember Stoke saying to me, listen, we basically are happy for you to go absolutely anywhere, play first team football and that will do us. Yeah. So my very first loan um, was to a team called Tiverton Town um, down in. First. Yeah, that was my first loan down down south. And um, honestly, it was world class. It was absolutely world class. I, I remember I never went to train with them. I, I would just play on a Saturday, basically. So all I would do is I would stay at Stoke City in the week. I would train Monday to Friday and then the game would be played for Tiverton Town on a Saturday afternoon and we could be anywhere. So if we're playing at home, it is like the furthest away game for me ever. It's like four hours in the car down south, like down to the coast down south. It's like exit away. Yeah, It's miles away. Um, I'd play the game for them on the Saturday and then back home again. I'd but, just Saturday how, off. Sorry to interrupt. How does that work? What do you mean? Just, you don't train with the team? No, never. I never trained with the team. I was just... You just I would, rolled up on a Saturday I just started. rolled up on a Saturday. Surely the other players didn't like that. Yeah. Like, how does that work? The they're, dynamic. They're kind of... They, they were they were sort of semi-pro, yeah? So they would only train once, twice a week. I think they trained twice a week, yeah? Well, they could... Tuesday night, Thursday night. So they, they would only train twice a week anyway. So me training with them wasn't even really a thing. They knew I was training all week long with, with Stoke. So it, it was like, boom, as long as you keep coming on Saturday afternoon, and actually I was doing really well for them. You know, I, I hit the ground running, played like really good first team football, that kind of stuff. So they were like, boom, see you next Saturday. Sweet as a nut, oh, yeah? I remember coming to that's watch you against bizarre. Hensford Town at home. Hensford Town, played yeah. up front? At Hensford. That was a home game for me. Who played was. up front? Uh, big Kevin Francis. Kevin Francis played up front. Big yeah. Kevin Francis for Hensford. He was six foot six, right? And I remember, yeah. like at that level, he was a big problem. He was a threat. Like yeah. he was their focal point. Like everything went through him. And as a young goalie, I see a six foot six striker, experienced, experienced guy like Kevin Francis. I'm looking and thinking, "Whoa, this is going to be a tough game today." And it was as well. I think we drew the game or whatever. I still remember this game. I think we drew it, but it was a problem because they would just stick balls in the box and he did not think twice about coming through. And, but that's the beauty of the loan system, yeah, is to sort of like throw you in at the deep end, you know what I mean? Get you used to playing first-team football against any different type of striker, opposition, style of play, all sorts. So what, so who, what, sorry, mate, after you. Who chose Tiverton Town? Um, what, what? Nobody really chose it. It's just what happens is, I think... When a team like Stoke have got a young goalkeeper who they want to send out on loan, right? What will happen is they will probably send emails around the football, like the pyramid, basically. They'll send it to non-league. They'll send it to League Two, and they'll That's be like, really "Yeah," and they'll be like, who "Listen, we have yeah. basically that. Who who needs a goalkeeper? Yeah, who needs a player? We've got this player. He plays in this position. Um, we we need somebody to play him week in week out, basically. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant because otherwise, I'm just I'm just playing for the youth team, and I don't want to play for the youth team. It doesn't mean anything to me. Um, so yeah, it was like basically who needs a goalkeeper Tiverton bit and I was like buzzing I'm playing first team football I am over the moon so that was me every Saturday Saturday morning I'd jump in the Breno Clear 1.2 grande um, <laughs> get ourselves down south I'd, I'd take my mate Luke with me Luke would come and watch and we'd stop at um, like I think it's called is it John Wood Services or something down on the M5 Michael Wood Michael Wood there you go Michael Wood Services we'd, we'd get a little like I don't know we're, mate, this is back in the days when I was 19 I was you'd not get a little what I, I, I I'd stop at Burger King. <laughs> I was stopping at Mackey D's. We'd play the fruit machines. Honestly, like, but I'm 19 years old. I'm on my way down to Tiverton. It's a four hour drive. Like, I just need something to kill a bit of time. Well, and you loved that. And that's what, that's just how it was. It, I didn't know anything different. That's it's how it so was. so random. Like, you just travel four hours to play for a team that you don't train with. Yeah, but you know what? They were Imagine such the good keeper, lads. The keeper who's training all week. Like, Oh, the old Stoke boys. No, no, no. They were wicked. I love them. Honestly, the lads, I love them. I still talk to the manager now, Martin Rogers. He's wicked. Like, what a guy, yeah? Brilliant. So so I I, I basically went on loan to them with, I think there was about 20 games left of the season. I I went on loan for the second half of the season. Absolutely buzzed off it, right? And I got on so well with the lads, yeah? So well that they all had, like, an end-of-season holiday (laughs) in Mallorca. Uh, Magaluf, it was, actually. Oh, oh, it was Magaluf. We went... It was like four or five days, Magaluf with the boys, my first proper like with a team holiday kind of thing. It was so good, honestly. It was wicked. Like proper, proper big love for the for the Tiverton Town boys. And how would Stoke monitor? How would so, they monitor well, progress? Because I would it's basically TV on yeah. It, so, so I would I would basically come back in the week and they'd be talking to me about it and stuff like that. They'd talk to the manager. They'd talk to the Tiverton Town manager. Would it be recorded? Um, I don't know. Probably, possibly. But what they'd do is they'd just go from what the manager said. But right. the goalie coach like went because I'm a goalkeeper the goalkeeper coach is the guy who is like my point of call my reference yeah so at Stoke City at the time was a goalkeeper coach called Ronnie Sinclair and he was brilliant he taught me everything that I I knew from the start of my football career Um, and he was the guy that would be checking in 
in on everything. Like, how did you do? Like, high balls into the box, saves, mistakes, decision-making, all that kind of stuff. He'd sit down with me on the Monday and would go through it and he'd talk to me about it, all that kind of stuff. So that's how it worked for goalkeepers. For outfield players, it's a bit different. You've got the coaches and they'll want to know this, that and whatever. Um, But when you're going out on loan at that level, at that age, they just want you to be experiencing different things. Yeah, just playing. So when you take it like a step up, so when you were, for example... Bristol City. Yeah, Bristol City. So when you were Bristol City. I wasn't playing at Bristol City. That was basically a loan to go and be around a first team, yeah. a, a football league first team. So I went to Bristol City only for a month just to be basically like a backup goalkeeper, yeah, like a number two, um, just so just to get the feeling of what it's like to be around the first team. And it's like, it's just another thing. It is, it's just another thing that you need to, so that when you eventually you are in the first team and you are playing, it's not such a shock to the system because it is, it's a big deal. You know, when you're a young player, especially my route into football, I, I, I was like nothing, nothing, non-league. And then all of a sudden I'm signing for Stoke City yeah. and then I'm out on loan playing. So it's like, it is, it's a a bit of a step up and it's a bit of a shock to the system so yeah the Bristol City loan was just sort of just to get used to living away from home because I had to live in Bristol for a month yeah um, that again is something like you see all these young English players now going off to Germany Jude Bellingham you yeah, know yeah. um, Jaden Sancho and I honestly I think it's some of the best things that you can do is go and it, it just makes you grow up so quickly tubes honestly is that a regular occurrence within football like they go right he's not going to play but we're going to send him there to, it, so it, he can you've got a month to do you've got a, a adapt to being a grown-up if there'll you like pl- yeah there'll be plenty of young players who are going out on loan to i don't know you might have premier league youngsters who haven't played for their first team yet it might be a man united youngster it could be everton it, could, it doesn't matter they'll be going out on loan to championship league one league two teams and there's no guarantee that they're going to play right. nothing Just but what it is 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 that getting them used to sort of fending for themselves they've got listen closely as a master painter carefully brushes Benjamin Moore Regal Select down the seam of the wall. Mm. It's like poetry in motion. Benjamin Moore, see the love. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I'll go and find an apartment. They've got to settle into the team. They've got to learn how to integrate themselves. All that kind of stuff. It's just growing them up, basically. Life learning. Life learning, yeah. Which wow. is why when you get players like Jude Bellingham and Jaden Sancho going out to Germany, yeah. yeah, going out to Germany, you've got to learn a new language. Yeah, you, you all that kind of stuff. Sorry, is that is a massive learning nice. curve Clever. that will grow you up pretty quickly. Where did you stay when you? So for a month, one of the questions I was going to ask you was, uh, as a loan player, if you're only going for a month, yeah. You're not going to get in a punch. Would you stay in a hotel for a month? Yes, hotel. Stayed in a hotel for the month. So um, that could be quite demoralising. Um, no, at that age, it was. I was just sort of. I was just buzzing off it. Honestly, I was. It was like all new, and um, everything was paid for. So your dinner, your breakfast, your lunch, everything would would just. I'd just put it on the room service. Um, I would go out for lunch and dinner with some of the lads now and then, and all that kind of stuff. I think I even took my PlayStation down with me or something. So you know what I mean. You've got stuff to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It was interesting. And it's again, it's just another thing, one of those to learn. Yeah, but I'd say, I'd say for me, my my biggest, most important loan was was going out and loan to Wrexham. So the, when I went out and loan to Wrexham, I was there for three months towards the end of the season. Right, three months. It was, I think it was, it was a busy period. There was maybe the best part of twenty um, games. What league were they in at the time? League, league one, they were in at the time. Wrexham. No, League two. Mm, league, league two, two maybe. League, league two. two. Yeah, I think they were League two. Um, and. That was that was the biggest loan for me. So it was three months, and yet again, the because it was only three months, I stayed in a hotel for three months. Yeah, stayed wow. in a hotel for three months. Again, though, I loved it, Jude. I did. Yeah. I absolutely buzzed off it. Right, um, Wrexham at that time. Right, they had um, they had quite a lot of players from Trinidad and Tobago. Right, they're like world class lads, though. Right, and they they were staying in the hotel as well. They were all in the hotel, so we would have like movie nights or poker nights or whatever and we were just like it was so good honestly we had a wicked time and um we, we actually did all right in the league to be fair we won, we won the uh, aldi v vans trophy yeah um, and that was the one that got me 
the move to Man United, United basically, yeah, yeah would be because yeah. that loan move was what people saw. So I remember, so even when I went out on loan to Watford, right? So so this is how it went. I was on loan at Wrexham. Yeah. Finished the season. Man United signed me the very start of the very next you season. Barely yeah. played any football. Barely played any football. I'd played like, tw- I'd played like journey, 23, 24 first team league matches in my life, right? Got the move to Man United and then went straight out on loan to Watford, right? And A.D. Boothroyd was the manager at Watford at the time. And... I remember signing for Watford and he said to me, he said, I can't believe you signed for Man United. And I went, what do you mean? He went, well, we were going to sign you from Stoke. Watford were going to try and sign me from Stoke oh. because they saw me playing. They loved my style of play. It suited him as a manager. And he was like, we were going we to try and bid for you. He said, but as soon as we heard Man United were, he said, we didn't even bother. He said, because we, we know there's no point. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to come to us ahead of Manchester United. I was like, wow, that's, that's incredible. Like, that's wicked, isn't it? Um, but then the loan. So the loan to, to Watford from Manchester United, this is how this one worked, right? So the goalie coach at Man United at the time was Tony Coton. Yeah. Watford legend. Watford legend, right? And I remember signing for Man United and obviously you, you sign, you're with Alex Ferguson and all that kind of stuff. The very first day in the training ground, the goalie coach basically takes you under his wing and he'll sit you down and he's like, right, let's talk about it. We're talking about everything. You're, what you're going to do, the style of play, what's expected of you, all this kind of stuff. Um, and he was like, right, he just signed a four-year contract. He said, we're going to send you out on loan for the first year. He said, first year, you're out on loan. It's as simple as that. You're playing first-team football, all right? He says, we've got a few championship teams that want to sign you. He says, Nottingham Forest want to sign you and Watford want to sign you. He said, but I want you to go to Watford. Um, Why? It, because he's a Watford legend. He says, I know the club. He says, I know the manager. He says, you'll get looked after. It will be brilliant. You get to play first team football in the championship. He said, it'll be the best thing for you. I promise you. I was like, so style of football didn't come style, into it then? But no, style of football was perfect to... because the manager, A.D. Boothroyd. Right, okay. A.D. Boothroyd was a very direct manager. He liked you to get it back to front as quickly as you possibly so can. So that was taken into consideration so that was as taken well. Into right. consideration. So he was like, and you can boom it. So that will suit you down to the T. Yeah? You have to just worry about being a goal goalkeeper which is all we want you to do right um so yeah that was it so i was like all right cool tony i will listen to every single word you say yeah if you think i need to go to watford i'll go to watford um so that was it within like a, i think i went on a pre-season tour with a team to um south africa or something with man united which was again an eye-opener massive experience like brilliant and then got back straight out on loan to watford and that's how that one worked so they pick where you're going to go. But also, I think in my contract for when I signed for Watford, I had a clause of you have to play him. Basically, if I was fit, oh, okay. if I was fit, I have to play the game, right? So, well, Even if you're playing badly? Even if I'm playing badly. So if you're getting a player on loan from Manchester United, right? Watford wanted me because they, they wanted to sign me anyway. So they were keen to get me. So Man United would have said to Watford, if he's fit, he's playing. It's as simple as that, right? And Watford were like, well, we really want him. So, yeah, cool, we'll do it. But the thing is, I signed for Watford. Risky business. It that. is a bit of a risky business, for sure. But some some teams need a guarantee that their player is going to get the experience that they want for him. So even if I'm having a bad time, it's like, can he, has he got the mental ability, the stability, the that announce about him to turn it around? Yeah, but that's bad for Watford if you can't turn Exactly it, it is. Yeah, it that's, is. Uh, it's the risk. Clauses like that in contracts. Yeah, I think are completely insane. I, I totally agree with you. It's a risk. It's a massive. But the risk. club, I guess, it's the club that are receiving the player on loan are, are, are getting a Premier League player. They're getting a Premier League player, not proven Unpro- Premier League unpro- player, unpro- unproven Premier League. Yeah, player. Yeah, a very unproven. Yeah. A very, very unproven Premier League player. Um, so yeah, that is that is one of the risks of that kind of thing. Um, and I remember I signed for I signed for Watford. I think it was probably only four days before the season was due to start, right? So Watford at the time had two goalkeepers, Alec Chamberlain and Richard Lee. And Alec Chamberlain was sort of coming towards the end of his career. I think he was about 30, 38. I think he was older than maybe that, Maybe 39, 40. Yeah, 39, 40. And, um, and he had actually finished the end of last season, Alec Chamberlain had, in goal. And he was, like I said, with three or four days before the season starting, and he's fully expecting to start the season in goal for Watford. And there was no real rumours or transfer mill talk or anything of me going to Watford. So four days before the season, I literally just turned up one day at Watford, and he was like, oh, you're here. 
And I'm like, uh, yeah. And it was, it was like, awkward. it was awkward. But Alec Chamberlain being the guy that he is, by the way, shout out to Chambo. Like he is, he became basically my second dad when I was at Watford. He, he honestly, him and his whole family actually took me under his wing and like were proper, no, we'll help you out. And don't get me wrong, he was gutted because he wanted to start the I was season. I say, he that's a play. class touch. Yeah, he, he, he was good. Four gutted, days of the season start, yeah. I think. But he still, he took me under the wing and um, no, never looked back. And that was the loan. So we had a, a year out on loan at Watford. Um, just to, on that, Ben, just quickly. So you're a year at Watford. Yeah, year at Watford. Okay? So you're not spending a year in a hotel. Yeah. Did you have to shop for an apartment or yeah. did the club say, here's an apartment? No, we, um, they basically gave us, so as part of um, the loan agreement, so this is the sort of thing that people don't understand is who would pay the loan agreement? Who would pay, was there a transfer fee? Because even when it's a loan, you can pay a loan fee, yeah? In that first year, there was no loan fee. They just got me as a loan and that's it, right? Watford paid my wages. Watford paid my wages entirety for that first season. Okay, oh, uh, it wasn't it was, massive money. I thought it was shared. No, it wasn't massive money or anything. But they paid the they they paid my wages, um, and then like any bonuses and stuff like that. Watford would pay bonuses on performance related if yeah, we got yeah. promoted, all that kind of stuff. Um, but what I did have in there was a um, sort of like an accommodation fee. So they would pay my rent basically. So they, I think they at that time it was about a grand or fifteen hundred quid. They would pay per month for my living expenses, for rent, basically, yeah? yeah. And so there, there was this new complex that had just shot up around the corner from the training ground, literally three minutes away. Lovely, lovely place. Um, managed to get a lovely apartment there. So I lived down there for the first year. And it was it was great. It just worked. Like I said, three minutes away. I got on with the lads brilliantly. On your own? On my own. How did you find that? Um, at first, really difficult. Really, really difficult. And then my wife came and moved down with me, who wasn't my wife at the time. Then she came and moved right, down okay. with me for the, like the last, I don't know, three or four months maybe. Why did you find it difficult? Um, just being away from home. Just fully being away from home. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just signed for Man United and then I'm out on loan at Watford. I'm getting thrust into I'm, a, a bit more pressure on me now as well you know what I mean spotlight you're a Man United player you're playing first team football in the championship um, it's a lot to sort of take in it is like this is where I think the loan system is so important in this league in this country of getting players used to being out there and doing it for themselves and fending for themselves and learning how to set up direct debits for your yeah. heating. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're cooking, doing food shops for yourself, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Organising your life, which exactly. you'll, you'll take into your professional mentality, isn't for it? For sure, yeah. It grows you up so quickly. And I remember for the first few months, honestly, I, was, I would be late for training all the time, yeah? All the time. And I've told this story before about... Aidy Boothroyd eventually going, right, well, I'm just going to have to tell the manager. Yeah. I'm going to tell Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. He told Sir Alex Ferguson, he said, Ben's sloppy. He's late for training. He's unprofessional. He doesn't know. He doesn't necessarily know what he's doing, but he's sloppy and he's unprofessional. And Alex Ferguson absolutely kicked the shite around yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but I needed it. It was good. Why were you late? Um, just because I was, I, I had to do it for myself. Yeah. I've, got, I've got to set my... Like, it sounds weird, but like, I've got to just do it all for myself. I Your own... To, yeah, I have to yeah. set. It, it sounds like the easiest thing in the world, just setting your alarm and getting up. And but I was like, no, I'm I'm not that guy. I would just sort of turn up and happy go lucky and all that kind of stuff. And but it grows you up quick to the point where you go, oh, this is serious business now. So it took me a few months, but I found my feet, and then that was it. So I, I would never be late for training. When you go into a, so you're the Man United player going to a championship. Obviously, it's still a very good standard. Yeah. But when you walk into the changing room, what are the lads like? Is it a bit like, oh, here comes another one from a big club type mentality no, or are they all really sound? They were really sound to be fair. I think um, I think most clubs are really where they know, when they know they've got a young player coming in, even if it is from a Man United or a whatever, a Liverpool, Everton, it doesn't matter. They will look after that young player. Yeah, they they want to, first of all, they want to make sure he's not a big time Charlie. They want to, so like I say, Alex Chamberlain took me under his wing straight away. I think people can just gauge from your character what you're like as a bloke and what you like as a human being. Yeah. Um, so like I was sweet. I was in there and it was just golden. I got on really well with everybody. They knew I wasn't like one of these big time Charlies or stuff like that. Because I've seen it. I've seen some young players come in and, um, you know, when when they'll come out and come in on loan from a Man United or whoever and they've straight away, they've got the wash bag and they've got the the bmw m3 and they've got like the the new like yeezy trainers and shit and they walk in and i'm like hmm okay i'm gonna i'll watch you i'll see i'll watch you um and sometimes they're absolutely fine they can have all these stuff and they're absolutely fine but then sometimes you have to go 
all right, mate, calm it down, yeah? You haven't done anything in this game yet. Relax yourself a little bit. And you'll pull him into line. You're not dickheads to him, but you're, as a senior player, you are one of those guys that has to go and pull him into line a little bit. Of course, bit. of course. But to be fair, at Watford at that time, they were just all good lads. They had some good experienced lads and I settled in dead easy. Did they, because you came from Man United, did some of, any of them say, how much are you getting paid? How much do you want? Um, yeah, you probably. Oh, my yeah. certainly. Did you think, yeah. Man United, you think, well, he hasn't played a Premier League game yet. He's probably more than us. Yeah, more than yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I probably was though, to be fair, because it was yeah. Watford. They were like, they were one of the lower paid Watford, uh, teams in the championship. Get, one of the favourites to get relegated. They, that yeah. season, that first season, they were favourite, one of the favourites to get relegated. So I knew it was going to be a busy season for me. We ended up getting promoted, Jews. We ended up getting promoted through the playoffs. It was incredible. Like, it couldn't have worked out any better for me, genuinely. Playing a, like, playoff games are big pressure. They say it's the most like, expensive oh, game in football. one of my favourite yeah. games to watch. It is, it, honestly, the, the whole playoff, like, process, playing, we, we we played Crystal Palace twice that season in the regular season, right? And we lost both games to them. Yeah, we lost both games. Um, we 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 had them in the in the playoffs, home and away. We beat them three nil away, and then we drew nil nil at home. So we went through to the final, and we played Leeds in the final. And um, again, we lost both games to Leeds that season, home and away. So we're playing Leeds in the final. Um, we beat them three nil at the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff, in front of eighty odd thousand people. Like the best year out on loan you could possibly hope for. Seriously. That's when loan moves go well when it I mean that's oh, super well better. super super well so um yeah that first season I remember even being on like the, the trophy stand you know where you're going to pick the trophy up yeah. like that and AD Boothroyd sort of putting his arm around me and saying we've got to get you back for next year we've got to get you back for next year Premier League it will be the best thing for you and I'm like oh, please I hope so you what do. so what happened with that then so at, at what point do United kind of just go well he's not going to be on the bench so it's just an obvious thing to do it's a development yeah. stay with the team so and was it just really straightforward yeah so that the 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 only problem i had in the off season was the two goalies at man united were edwin van der sar and tim howard right so tim howard had been incredible in previous seasons but t- but edwin van der sar signed for man united at the same time i did and he went straight into the team and he played and he was incredible yeah. like edwin van der sar in that first well. season when i was out on loan at watford and he was playing for man united he was incredible so Tim Howard knew at this point, at the end of that season, that he he was the number two goalie. He knew that he was resigned to it, basically. And Tim Howard, we've done a podcast with Tim Howard, and yeah. Tim Howard's not the sort of guy who wants to be a number two goalkeeper. He wants to play. He wants to play regularly as well. So he wanted to leave. So he got a move to Everton, yeah. And I think Man United were good with him because he'd, he'd been there for four, three or four years. He'd done really well for them. Yeah. Edwin van der Sar had come in and Man United were like, listen, this guy is incredible. We're happy to let you move on, right? As long as we get a good bid for you. Everton came in with a good bid. They wished him well. He went to Everton. Everybody's a winner. But what it does do, though, is it promotes me to number number two goalkeeper, yeah? So I then went back to Man United, off-season, pre-season tour, all that kind of stuff, and I'm the number two goalkeeper because Edwin's number one and I'm number two. But I want to go out alone again, yeah? And You want to go back to Watford? I want to go out back to Watford. I've just helped them get promoted. I want to play Premier League football. Do yeah? you say anything? They they know that. They know I want to go. It's obvious. But they also want me to go. They want me to go out on loan. But what happens? So they didn't want you as number two? No, they don't want me as number two because oh. it's a waste of a season. It's a waste of a year of growth. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. development. It's another year of development I could get where I play first team football in the Premier League. Yeah, it's like it's brilliant. Like it's perfect for me. Um, but the problem is they need to get a goalie in first. Yeah, they have to get a goalie in who can be number two goalkeeper and take my place so I can go out on loan and I can develop. Perfect. So the season is dragging on and the season start is about, I don't know, another, it's about a week away, right? And I'm getting itchy feet now because I'm thinking, oh God. And then like other goalies are getting linked with Watford well, as well. I'm not surprised. We Watford could, have yeah. We're in the Premier League. We need a keeper. We need yeah. a keeper. They need, they're desperate for a keeper. So they're in constant contact with Man United, in contact with me. What's happening? Anything? Any heard anything? I'm like, I haven't heard anything. I don't know. Like I can't help you. Like Man United will know this before me, surely. Um, so anyway, the, the seasons are about a week away um, and Man United are getting linked with Thomas Kushak, yeah. Thomas, yeah. Thomas Kushak, who'd been at West Brom, actually, and he had absolutely smashed it that season. Do you remember the save he made? Yeah. Um, oh. Jason Roberts, yeah. like, he's just flung himself. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. The pig, the flying pig, po- polling goal, they called him. Um, <laughs> what a guy, though, yeah. Um, not the raving pig, the, the flying pig. Um, and they were getting linked with him, and they like a bid had been made, apparently, but it was dragging on, and I'm thinking, oh, God, come on. I, I can't miss the start of the season. If Watford go and get another goalie, I'm buggered. Yeah. I'm absolutely buggered. Um, thankfully, oh, my gosh, it all went through, and I remember the manager calling me up to his office so Alex Ferguson and going right we've done the deal with Thomas Kushak you can go like you're free to go you can go back to Watford 
go smash it, have a lovely time, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, get in there, you little beauty. So, um, but that was that was really nice actually because I remember um, again the same thing where I was having to stay in a hotel for a few few weeks probably just until my apartment was ready yeah so I went and got another apartment a little bit of an upgrade this time like it was like about two grand a month or something like yeah, that yeah. they paid it the, they paid it um Watford paid it but this time there was a loan fee though yeah because I had done ah. so well in the first year for Watford and was, Watford were desperate to get me back and now Man United are like right we've, we've got a goalie on our hands now who has got a bit of value yeah he's you know people want him he's a good goalie he's been doing well um Did any other teams come in for you um no i think it was so obvious that i was going to go back to what when did you right? break into the england team it was that summer the which summer that's the end of that summer so, so end of the championship yeah end of the championship wow. season wow. um rob green injured his groin actually in an england b team game he, he went to do a goal kick and i mean pulled everything off the bone tendon oh it was horrific he did all sorts yeah so i'm on holiday at the end of the season in dubai um and i get a call from the england secretary saying hi ben uh, rob's gone down injured we want you to come and join up with the team uh goalkeepers with david james paul robinson and scott carson right um so i was like oh i'm going as fourth choice like it but it's done wrong it's, it's england i don't care it's brilliant but when and because they were getting ready for the world cup sven goran erickson was a manager um i was like cool not a problem left my holiday literally i was only there for two days straight home back with the england team trained with them for about 10 days or so and then they picked their final squad um, to go off to the World Cup. I was fourth choice goalie and I knew that was yeah, the case yeah, yeah. anyway. So did my training and then I was allowed to go back on, on holiday again. So like I say, Man United at this point, knows nice they've got an England goalkeeper yeah. on their hands, Premier League team await, wanted him, we can get money for this loan fee. Yeah? So Watford had to pay a million pound loan fee for me oh, to wow. go back for a second season in the Premier League and they were going to pay my wages. My wages had gone up a bit as well. They committed to that. We'll pay his wages. We'll pay the loan fee. Yeah. We'll get him back. Buzzing. But I was buzzing. Man United are buzzing. Watford are buzzing. It, literally everybody's a winner at this yeah. point. So that's, that's how that loan, loan came about. Back on loan for Watford. Second season in the Premier League. Sweet as that. Does wow. that mean, I mean, that's a perfect example of when loan moves. Oh, are. yeah. Brilliant. For sure. Have you seen ones that have gone completely sour? Um, not and quickly. Not like, completely sour. Not no, out. I, I see. Like we had uh, Watford a few years ago. We had um, we had young James Garner on loan from Manchester United, and um, again, it's one of those cases of he comes in and he's a little because he's young. He's a young kid. You know what I mean? He's nineteen, twenty years old. He's a young kid. Um, but I've got to say, as soon as he walked through the door, you could just tell he was a lovely lad, like yeah. a lovely lad, and. Having that about you, it makes it so much easier to settle into a team because everybody knows he's a good lad. And as soon as the word gets around, somebody's a good lad, you're cooking. Him. We'll look after him. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take him under my wing. I'll talk to him. When he's playing games, I'll help him. I'll do everything. Do you know what I mean? Because no. I know what he's going through as well. Yeah. I've been through that. I've been... Because he's, he's lived in Manchester all his life. He's had to move down Watford, down south, find an apartment for himself. What's he doing for his spare time? Has he moved down for a girlfriend? Like, is he going out for dinner with the lads? Is everybody looking after him? But he just settled in like a dream. And don't worry, he didn't necessarily play that many games and that many he? minutes. He didn't. But I still think it's a really good thing for his development yeah, yeah. Is, to, is to get out on loan. And then what happened was the very next season, he went out on loan to Nottingham Forest, smashed it, smashed it for Forest out on loan. Another great thing for him. Yeah. And then the year after that, gets a move to Everton on a permanent basis. And the future is yet to be seen what he's going to do. But he's a good player. He's a good lad. That's the sort of thing is where the loan system comes in. Another one, uh, West Brom. When I was at West Brom, Romelu Lukaku. We get Romelu Lukaku in on loan from, um, from Chelsea. He signs and this guy is just an absolute beast, right? A monster. But he's still at an age where it's like it just hadn't all connected yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's got all the attributes. He can play football. He can finish. He can do... But it hasn't just connected yet, yeah? So we're playing in the Premier League and we're doing really, really well this season. Like we start off on fire. We're fourth at Christmas, West Brom, yeah? Jeez. Fourth at Christmas, right? Crazy, Killing it, yeah? But Romelu hasn't really played many games. He might have... He's coming on as sub most games basically he doesn't start at all um, but he's coming on as sub and he's a great player to bring on and stuff but it's still that place where you can see it's not quite connected yet but again it's a bit of a move from him he's moved from Chelsea he's got an apartment near the Watford area he's living by himself all that kind of stuff and then second half of the season it's like 
the penny drops. LinkedIn. Literally the penny drops tubes. And we had, oh my God, we had a beast on the runs. Honestly, he was, I remember playing away at Liverpool um, at Anfield and he scored a goal and he literally ragdolled Jamie Carragher, move, <laughs> turn, goal. Honestly, and he was doing it week in, week out. He found a style of football, a way to play that worked for him, worked for the team. And he was just holding people off, honestly, holding people off, spin, goal. Every single time, I was thinking, wow. He ended the season scoring a hat-trick against Man United in the five-all draw. Yeah, um, do you remember Alex? Sir Alex's last Last game? ever yeah. game, five-all draw at the Hawthorne, scored a hat-trick, um, finished the season with about, I don't know, I think about 16, 17 goals or something, honestly. And that's the beauty of it. And what, but what was, what was his attitude like when he first walked in from Chelsea being like the big boy? Incredible, was he, mate. Was he Honestly, guy, he was yeah? incredible. Like, is is he was so professional. He was always in the gym working hard like really respectful like super respectful in fact um and even like when i played against him in the in the past sort of thing he's always been ben really nice to see you again all lovely honestly absolutely lovely and i know he gets a bit of a bad rap in the press sometimes well he he doesn't help himself does he? yeah what he's done since he's been at chelsea has been yeah the interviews he's done and all that kind of stuff but i can honestly from the from the time i spent with him at west brom he was the loveliest kid too genuinely the loveliest most down-to-earth hard-working professional And it was good to see somebody who, out on loan, hadn't quite worked for him for the first like half of the season. But then, like I say, when that penny dropped, mate, poof. Was it like a younger, younger player then? So like when you said when you're at Stoke and going out to Tiverton, it's a case of going to a club and playing football. Yeah. When, When with Man United, when you were at Man United and then like Romelu Lukaku, there's got to be a little bit more thought that goes into it, hasn't there, as in yeah. where they're going to go on loan. So when a player goes out on loan, do the club want them to go to a team that plays the same style of football all the time or the opposite and they want them to experience different styles of football? How How's that yeah. work? As a youngster, I think they want them to experience all sorts, everything. Like they just want to round them off on all those sharp, pointy, rough areas. Right. You know what I mean, they want them to play in physical games. They want to play long in games balls. where long balls, playing on the shoulder, like all that kind of stuff. Pinning. Pin. They want them to learn the literally the basics of everything that you can do. Yeah, because you're going to come up in, even in the Premier League now. Not every team plays the same sort of way, do they? There's loads of different styles. You play against a Man City, you might not see the ball for 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Harry Harry Kane at the weekend. Harry Kane didn't touch the ball for 20 minutes at the weekend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's football for you. You've got to... Uh, that's why so much of football is in your head. You've got to learn how to deal with these little bits of... If you haven't seen the ball for 20 minutes, that first ball, it comes to you, like, you're thinking, well, it needs to be a good touch now. you just spent 20 minutes thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? So that's the beauty of getting out on low and early doors is you are experienced and you're thrown in at the deep end. When you get a bit older, and there's, there's so many, like, cases of it recently, like, Man United seemed to do it every season, didn't they? where they were signing a player out on loan like Cavani or pe- even people like Ibrahimovic or Idian Agalo. Yeah. 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 Going I mean? back to like Henrik Larsson. Henrik Larsson. Yeah, what's, what's all that about? But So... I think trying to fill a gap. Yeah, it's basically that, right? Is fifteen goals a season. That player, that player, if they're coming on loan, for example, they might they they might be like the biggest fish at their football club. So no matter who they're coming on loan from, they might be the big fish. They might have fallen out of favour with the manager. They might have their wages might be too high. Somebody like Man United can pay whatever wages they want. Do you know what I mean? They will get that player in, uh, and, and Nagalo. Like, he was on loan from a Chinese Super League team on, like, 300 grand a week, yeah? Really? <laughs> 300 grand a week. Man United can pay that, yeah? They can take the risk, and they can get him in on loan because the Chinese team basically want him off their books for a half a season or whatever it is. Man United need a stopgap striker. Yeah. That's how it works, yeah? They're just happy to do it. But when you're older and you're going out on loan, so, so for example, okay, I've I've been at Man United I've then signed for Birmingham City I was at Man United for five years I've left the club gone out and gone basically signed permanently for Birmingham City right first season won the League Cup got relegated yeah so we go down to the championship the club are in dire financial straits yeah they are struggling like you would not believe like and they basically call me in end of the season and say listen Ben you're you're one of our top earners we are not going to be able to afford to pay your wages next year in the championship Okay, so we would like you to go out on loan next season. And I'm like, on loan? That's a weird one. Like, do you know what I mean? Would you not be able to sell me? Like, kind of thing. They, they, they're open and honest. They were like, listen, we need to get you off the books, basically. They were like, but we don't want to sell you. We want to spend the season in the championship. 
hopefully get promoted and then you, come and then you can come back and play for us in the Premier League next year um, but they were like listen in the meantime though for the next season you're going to have to leave the club on loan and I was like wow that's like not many teams are happy to take a goalkeeper on loan do you know what I mean they, 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 most teams want a permanent especially Premier League they want a permanent good to go goalkeeper um, how did you feel like that with like obviously by that time you had family yeah so, yeah, yeah but, I, but, but you want- so I'm, I'm living back at home in the Midlands now I'm in I'm at Birmingham City I'm living in the Midlands um, and this is where again the loan system worked out ob- absolutely to a T-tube so I'm at Birmingham City um, Ben you're available for loan within weeks West Brom so want you on loan. The road, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, West Brom wanted me on loan, and I was like, "Oh my god, that is literally the dream. That's perfect. That is yeah? a dream move." But what, what if it was Newcastle? So that's where you've got to like, really think about on, it. Yeah, you want me to go for a year and then? Yeah, that's a problem. You'd have to probably say no, sell me. At that age, I think what I probably would, I was, you, you do it, you do it because I was 27, I think, at the time. Okay, if so a team like Newcastle wants you on loan at 27, you've got to back yourself and go right. I'm going to go out on loan. I'm going to smash it for them so much so that they're going to want to sign me, all right? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but surely you, uh, you would go, I don't want to go for a year. Like, and yeah. Obviously, Newcastle, if they want you, they'd probably buy you as well. That's Hopefully. That's not fair. Yeah. Like with Birmingham saying it, you, one year and then you yeah. come at that age. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I completely like, get it, yeah. I completely get it. But at the end of the day, you are, but you're under a contract with Birmingham yeah. City. They're the yeah. guys that ultimately have the say-so say on it. Do you know what I mean? So, But thankfully, nothing like that ever arose with me. It was it was West Brom and I could go there. So they sent me out on loan to West Brom for the first season, which was fantastic for me, honestly. Absolutely brilliant. Unfortunately, Birmingham didn't get promoted that season. They lost in the playoffs to Blackpool, I think they did. Um and then I did really well in that first season. Roy Hodgson, West Brom, we we did really really well. Um, so much so that towards the end of the season they were like, "Listen, we're gonna we want to buy you, okay? So we're gonna we're gonna wait to see what Birmingham do." They didn't get promoted, so it was like, "Right, boom, can we get this deal done then?" Yeah. So um, when I went, basically everything dragged on a little bit as it always does with these sort of transfers and stuff. But eventually the deal got done. Um, incidentally, by the way, that first season on loan to West Brom. I had done really well in the Premier League with Birmingham the season before, and I was on a decent wage. Yeah, it was a good wage. Um, that first season at West Brom, West Brom were notoriously tight at paying wages. Yeah, really? notoriously. Yeah, um, so much so that they were like, "Well, we can't pay your wages," and they wanted me on loan. West Brom wanted me on loan, but they Is there said, a loan fee. Uh, no, no oh, loan wow. fee. Wow, come on, no loan fee. Because Birmingham was so desperate, mate. They were so desperate to get rid of players, right? Um, West Brom were like, we can't pay your wages. And I was like, what do you mean you can't pay my wages? I'm on a decent wage, but it's not going to shatter the earth or anything. Um, And I knew there were players at the club who were probably on about the same wage as what I was on. They were like, we can't pay your wages. I was like, what do you mean? I'm good to go. I'm here for a year. I'll smash it for you. You know I will. You've seen me in the Premier League last year for Birmingham. Pay the wages and it's done. They were like, we can't pay your wages. We we, we We can only pay you five grand less. I was like, nah, come on, this is ridiculous. This is you can't pay me five grand less than I was on last year, and I did really well. I got Player of the Year, Players Player of the Year. I was like, a few weeks ago, I was linked with Arsenal, England goalkeeper, yeah, yeah? and they wanted to pay me five grand a week less, right? And it went on, and they were not budging, mate. They were not budging, right? Eventually, I went, I'm not doing it for five. I'll do it for three, and they went four. (laughs) No (laughs) way. They ended up that first season at West Brom paying me four grand a week less than I was on the season before at Birmingham. Honestly, it was incredible. We were laughing about it now, but at the time, you just like, well... It was pathetic. Else, yeah. I mean, I'm not kind of that kind of guy who will hold a grudge or get, think about it too deeply. I was like, do you know what? It gets, I'm back in the Premier League again. Um, the bonuses at West Brom were decent, so I was like, I can make my money up in bonuses. Not a problem. Went there, did really well for them. But then when I signed on a pro, like the proper like signing thing, and they bought me for, I think it was five, six mil or something yeah, like that. Maybe four, four, four mil. Yeah. I yeah. was like, yeah. right. I can negotiate wages now. You want to sign me, so I want higher wages now, okay? And they kind of, they're at that point, their arms are a bit tied behind their back because I'm like, no, I'm not signing unless it's that. And they were brilliant, to be fair, and they gave me what I I wanted and all that kind of stuff. So we got there eventually. So when you were on loan at uh, Baggies from Birmingham, obviously you're you're established now, Premier League player. How does it work from, um, like, reporting back to the home club? So because you're experienced, does that still happen? Not really, no. 
they 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 know what I am as a character. They haven't got to ask about am I integrating well, yeah. <laughs> am I settling yeah, in? It'll well? be fine. Yeah. yeah, they're basically they will like basically he's absolutely fine. But Birmingham won't go. We'll monitor his before. Like all they need to know, Birmingham is he's playing really well, and yeah. our asset is still worth exactly what it should be. What worth. that what they need yeah. to know is that the the player that's worth four or five million to them is doing well in the Premier League. So they must be watching me on the telly or whatever, going, please do well, Ben, please do well, Ben. And I'm doing well. So they're buzzing. They know they're going to get some money for me. Um, Yeah, so there's no, at that point, there's no real, like, oh, don't get me wrong, I'll talk to the goalie coach. Like, Dave Watson was actually the goalie coach at Birmingham at the time. So he would ring me all the time anyway, and he would come to match I'd get him tickets, all that kind of stuff. I had a box at uh, West Brom at the time, actually, and he came in the box a few times to watch and stuff on, like, night games. and Um, Can we just talk about the box and how our kids used to go to the game and they were young yeah. our boys we, mine and Ben's um, lads are the same age but it got a bit of a problem quite quickly when they were kind of going what's for dinner at the box today yeah, at what, football what food uh, we got yeah. in the box and, then we, and we were like oh no we need to get them in the stand <laughs> yeah. with the pork scratchings quickly because that ain't football lads when it's a bit cold in winter exactly. and they're kicking yeah. blanket oh yeah bring over the roast blanket. beef <laughs> <laughs> any more gravy sir? thank you <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you know, football clubs now have designated people to look after designated loan players, like Claude McAlelly at Chelsea. He's uh, like a loan. Oh, player. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, so yeah, they do. Chris Brunt's West Brom now. Yeah. Chris Brunt's loan manager. Yeah. They have that loan manager now is a big thing in well, football. Was he just going to take him to play golf? No, no, no. It's not only players in; it's players out as well. Oh, brilliant. So if like no, it's players out, so, you imagine yeah, it, Claude McAlelly must have the busiest job in the world. No, but there's, the there's, a f- there's a few of them. I bet there's there will a few. Be. I, think, yeah. I think Paolo Ferreira is there, and I think. Might be wrong. I'm saying this, but I think each person has four or five players. Yeah. So he'll go over to Belgium one week to see that player, Makes and then sense. he'll come back. But they, their really job as well is like, not just sort of checking in on them; it's also to find a suitable club as well. Yeah. So when it's it, it like they, Chelsea, very rarely are going to get a loan player in, are they? They'll send twenty a season out on oh. loan though. Yeah. And it's an important job is to make sure that, the, like I say, what we've all talked about today is finding a club that's going to be a good fit. Do you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. So now it's a like say Chris Brunt. I was talking to him about it, and he's like, "I've basically got to find a team that will suit this lad, and I've got to, I'll know him as a character. I've got to gauge him a bit, his style of yeah. play. Then I will pick a team that I think will fit him. And then I have to once the season's in full flow, check in on him, ring him, talk to him, do a report on him, watch his games, what's he like in training, all that kind oh, of stuff. And they have to speak to the manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's there, a big thing. Are though. there any clubs that are known for being really good loan clubs, like? i.e. people want them to go on loan there because they look after them so well. Watford, Watford and Man United have always had a bit they of a thing where they will loan... Cl- to, um, the, the, it's just the way it goes, whether it is that Tony Coton thing or whatever. Like, There's been so many players, though, that have been on loan from Manchester United to Watford. Um, like, say, yeah. James Garner, Chris Eagles back in... There's been loads along the years, honestly, that have gone... And that clubs will, for some of the bigger teams, have or do... It's almost like they're feeder teams. Yeah, well, Chelsea I mean? have got one in Belgium, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they've um, got that. Yeah, what they're called. I'm, uh, I can't remember what they're called. But, it's, but they do. They'll they'll have a little. Have like it's like to say a little uh, feeder team. Mason, Mason. Or they're they're used to working with them nicely, and so they're like, yeah, we can trust you with them. They always look after our I'm players. United like that, that with Andal. Is it Andalek? Yeah. Andalek. United United yeah. yeah. Two way system, don't they? I wonder yeah. how that gets sorted. A little feeder team. Yeah. Well, how does that? Like, well, how do they? Do you think the Belgium team come to Maine? Yeah, oh, we'd, love, we'd love to take. They must do, sure. It's like they're, they're, it's, it's a win-win for both everybody, Massively, really. Though, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? If a club know that they can send a player on loan, yeah. anywhere, anytime, it's like boom, we'll, we'll we'll strike an agreement with Anderlecht, for example. Brilliant. They can go out on loan. Anderlecht get a player that they want anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet as that. Everyone's a winner. And any emerging players, because obviously Anderlecht, they're no mugs, are they? They're yeah. Good, no, good team. Course, well, yeah. Belgian well, league's a tough team. league, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So any good players coming through, I guess as well with that, they get the knowledge of. Belgium, don't they? The yeah. Belgian league, the Anderlecht directors, it'll be that real good called? communication. What's the Belgian league called? Julepa? Is it Julepa? Is it? Is it Julepa? I think we're going with it anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But that's interesting because that's the good thing about this. Um, is it a good thing? You know, the uh, the Red Bull. Yeah. Uh, like New York Red Bulls. They're, they're getting a and... team in every league, aren't yeah. they, pretty much? Yeah. yeah. What do you make of that? Do you think that's a good thing for football or? Not particularly, if I'm honest. It's a bit soulless, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I do know what you mean. They do seem to do a good job of it, at least. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? They do seem to do it properly, and they are always happy to sell the bigger players. Like, you look at the Erling Haaland's of the world and stuff, where they kind of they know they've got this talent, but they also know they're not the biggest club in the world. And so, I think sometimes when you've got a 
club with a lot of money, a lot of backing behind them. It's like an ego thing of you're playing for a team with a lot of money here. Yeah, like, I mean, whereas with them, they kind of let him go, do you know what I mean, to Dortmund, Salzburg to Dortmund. Like They could have held on to him for a bit longer, got a bit more money and stuff. So I don't mind it in that respect. I to, be, to be fair, I'm saying it's not a good thing. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know enough about the situation. On the, on the surface of it, on it, the surface it, it seems, it seems yeah. wrong. It but seems a bit fake. I don't know it? how it works. So I think the might... football world has gone that way in general, though, isn't it? The yeah, money I mean, that's into it now, it's yeah. all... It's, it's definitely... Don't get me wrong, it's still got its charm and it always will have its charm, but it's never going to be like late 90s or oh. early 2000s where... Oh, the good old days. Oh, the good old days. You know when we're talking about these players now, like Chris Brunt or Makaleli that look after loan players, what about... Chelsea, someone, let's say a Chelsea player, and they go to a League One team because this happens, doesn't yeah. it? Do you think that it's just a massive kind of wow, these changing facilities or the training ground? Hey, I, I was at Wrexham, yeah, and we used to have to take our training kit home every single day and wash it. I'm, I was staying in a hotel, right? And sometimes it wouldn't come back in time. So if we finished training late or started training late or something, I'd have to wash it in the shower. I'd get back to the hotel room, right? I'd, take, I'd put my kit in the shower with me. Shampoo all over it, wash it, and I'll have to leave it on the radiator. Is that why you do that when we go cycling? Is that why you do that when we go cycling? It's a doddle, mate. It washes it just as clean, mate. Honestly, it's not a problem. Wow. Does it's, it though? Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> fine. It's got a few sores <laughs> over him, but no, nothing, don't worry nothing about that. Cream won't <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Wrexham at the time were in such financial problems, right? That like they, they did the kit man was there, but he couldn't really wash all the stuff all the time and stuff like that. So I was, t- we were taking it, but it's not even a thing, mate. You just suck it up and do just it. Yeah, but I bet there are young players that have come through maybe an academy that are a big time. I bet there are players that oh, yeah. get there and think, what the hell? Is oh, yeah, for 100%. sure. I reckon a load of loan moves. People are just like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, mate. Oh, I'm not doing you this. You hear loads of stories that. about these young lads on yeah. the pitch and stuff on loan from Chelsea yeah, and United like, and Arsenal. And they'll be cashing players off and stuff yeah. like that going, I earn more in a week than you do. Does that happen yeah, in football know, matches? hundred percent. Often. I've been told by a load of players. hundred percent. Got to be little shits to come from different, like, Big clubs just going, I don't need to be here. I'm just here for a bit of fitness. And all yeah. That. And and just like cashing them off and stuff. I'm yeah. more in a week than you do in a year, mate. Unlucky. And they're just bowling. Oh, that riles players. That does, by the way. I can that imagine. really oh, riles yeah. players. That does, yeah. That's Leave horrible, a boot that. in. Yeah, you're going to get it next time, you little rat. <laughs> <laughs> little ratsky. Um, there you go, lads. That, that was, was a banger. That was, a, that was fun, that was. Well Learned a lot of, lot well of things good. today. Yeah, that's how it goes, everybody. The January transfer window is open as, and is in full swing as we speak. So let's keep an eye out for some of these loan moves going on. At least now you know the background to it and how they all work. Um, Tubes, your boy. Thank you, mate. You're the boy. Love that, you know that. Love you know that. we love you. So Happy good. New Year, mate. Tomasi, Cheers, well mate. done, mate. Cheers, buddy. Good research, mate. Good research. Really good. Um, there you go, everybody. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed. That's the Fozcast. See you soon. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Up the Foscast. Thanks everybody for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Foscast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Foscast. <laughs> <laughs>